getting your weekend started right. The Jet Set Breakfast. It is Jet Set Breakfast right here on SAFM. By the way, we are live on our social media platforms. You can find us on Twitter as well at SAFM Radio. And of course, I am at Bridget Masinga. Jan Fermulen, the editor of My Broadband, joins us now to enlighten us a little bit more about Metaverse and what the rage is all about. Good morning to you, Jan. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for taking the call. Uh, you know, my, my disclaimer into the conversation was, I'm one of those people, although I consider myself relatively young, you know, being a millennial and all of that. Um, <laughs> but I'm one of those people. I'm old school in my ways. So the Bitcoin revolution, the the hoopla came. It missed me. I was still trying to engage the conversations with my circle of friends. Be like, what is Bitcoin and should we get involved? And now we're on Metaverse and I'm nowhere near even knowing anything about either or. Uh, so tell us a little bit about what what is a metaverse yeah i have some good news there and that's that i think it's still very early in the in the metaverse conversation it's it's still quite a buzzword Mm. um i like to think of it as uh, in the same terms as as cloud i think is is one of the more recent buzzwords that an internet of things Mm. and now for 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 i are yeah uh, it's a little more advanced um, so we've got a clearer idea what 4IR is. Yes. But all of those terms started off as, as just like very vague concepts. Mm. And and now we have a very strong idea of what does cloud computing mean? What is the cloud? And um, But Metaverse is not there yet. Yeah. Metaverse is still, there's still a, a whole lot of wrangling about what exactly is this metaverse thing. So, so let me talk about the, the different technologies that people see mm-hmm. that might make up the metaverse. So one okay. of the one of them is virtual reality and augmented reality. Okay. So, and there will be these virtual worlds in which we will be able to do stuff. Yeah. What stuff? I can't tell you, but <laughs> stuff. Um, so maybe it'll be holding meetings. Maybe it'll be like minority reports. Um, I don't know how many people have seen that movie, yes. but basically you've got Tom Cruise interacting with a, with a computer without a screen. The screen yes. is just in front of him um, with augmented reality. And um, maybe it's, it's just purely for games. But I doubt that there has to be some productivity to Metaverse mm. for it to, to really take off. Then there's the whole idea of, of cryptocurrencies, digital ownership, digital scarcity, um, and, and um, the ability to transfer value uh, over easily over the Internet. Um, and, uh, and that you know, has to do with this, this new um, craze. That, that hit us last year in cryptocurrency called NFTs. Mm. And so um, there's, there's all these different spaces where really interesting work is being done in technology. And um, what I think proponents or, or what believers in metaverse are seeing mm. is they're going, these things are going to come together in a way that's going to create a virtual world mm. And that is going to be the metaverse. It's going to be like a parallel universe to our own, but of our own making. Yeah. That, that humanity is going to make for its for itself, it, and it's going to be digital. 
I got you. Um, and, I, and I mean, I guess a lot of people, you know, especially those of us stuck in the more tangible worlds, moving at a snail's pace towards 4IR in all of its very vast, uh, you know, uh, sort of diverse platforms and disciplines and and. and all kinds of ways. Um, those of us that are moving slowly are trying to find the value attachment. To We're trying to, to understand the, how do I then get into this augmented reality? I've said I've bought this piece of real estate. I've created this incredible world. But how am I attaching value to something intangible? Um, right. I, I think that's always the apprehension for some of us, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and that's those are good questions to ask. It's good to be skeptical um, uh, about about these things, uh, and especially in in cryptocurrency. I I am a very uh, I'm a very big proponent of certain cryptocurrency projects, mm. um, but there's there's a lot of ways to lose a lot of money <laughs> yeah, in, in that space. And so there's a huge amount of speculation mm. happening right now. Um, a lot of people have, have equated it to the dot-com uh, mm-hmm. bubble. Um, for, for those who, who weren't around uh, for that, that was basically the, an explosion in Internet companies mm. when the Internet was very young. Yeah, and it, it was it was really actually still too immature to handle a lot of these a, a lot of these companies. Now, some of the companies that, that came out of that mm. that survived and are, and are massive companies today are companies like Google and Amazon. Yeah, right. Uh, that they came out of the the dot com bubble. Now, the difference is that during the dot com bubble, only venture capitalists were able to risk their money, mm. right? And so there were a lot of rich folks. Who lost money? Mm. Um, there were maybe some ordinary folks who, who had invested in some of the companies who had launched on on U.S. stock exchanges, mm. who had speculated money on them and, and had lost some money there. Um, but uh, for for a lot of us, that wasn't a reality. We weren't invested in in you know the U.S. stock exchange or yeah. any stock exchange for that matter, right? That, that's changed. Um, but this time around, it is available to to anyone. Mm. with an internet connection and the desire to to learn more about it and to just interact with you know these cryptocurrencies and blockchains to see what's happening there yeah and so one has to be very careful um and and basically the advice that a lot of folks in the space are are giving is don't use any money that you're not willing to lose. Mm-hmm. And I think that's still very good advice. Yes. Like the, the space is incredibly speculative. Yes. What is going to make this intangible good valuable, right? Mm. Um, and, and you can ask the same thing about films or yes. music uh, or, or video games or, or anything that we attach value to in the digital realm today. Yeah. What gives it, what gives it actual value? What, why are we willing to pay for it? Mm. And, and or aren't we willing to pay for it? And and uh, those exact same questions are going to be asked around what's happening in the cryptocurrency space and metaverse mm. right now. It's not just about um, about about value and uh, digital uh, property rights and, and that sort of stuff. Um, it, it's also about human connection, yes. right? So, so there, there's that aspect to it as well. But I think the thing that's got people tongues wagging mm. with with regards to metaverse 
is the concept that we're going to be creating this digital parallel universe mm. where there will be there will be jobs in in this in this universe. There, there's going to be there's people experimenting with exactly what you're talking about, digital land. Mm. Um, you know how will that be valued? But it's it, the, all those things are just incredibly speculative at this stage, and and there's no way to say a thing that you buy today in Decentraland mm. or, or wherever is going to be worth more tomorrow. Yeah. Um, in, anybody who says that um, is is uh, probably just a true believer. Yes. But the, the, there's no real evidence to, to back that up. As um, yet. The, the, yeah. In, anybody who tells you how this is going to pan out um, is is uh, completely overconfident. But none <laughs> of us really know. <laughs> Jan Vermeulen joins me on the line. He's the editor of My Broadband, trying to enlighten us a little bit about Metaverse and this entire uh, digital space that we can create. It's a digital world from what we understand, uh, theoretically accessible for, for you via smartphones and computers uh, with all kinds of things from the virtual to augmented reality uh, where you can go in, buy things, create things, design things. Um, and it's interesting for me as... You know, as much as we talk about just caution, uh, but also having true believers who have gone in full speed, you know, uh, through caution to the wind and said, I'm, I'm jumping right in. And I'm seeing, you know, from, from the stuff that I'm reading, we have we even have uh, corporations, big conglomerates like PCW uh, have, have, have jumped right in and purchased some real estate in the sandbox, um, which is a virtual gaming world. And, and they've purchased it for an undisclosed amount of money. But we're assuming this ran into to the tens of millions. Um, also seeing people like, you know, rapper Snoop Doggy Dog uh, in the same sandbox world who's uh, who's also uh, decided to, to start creating some kind of real estate land space um, that you, you can buy for around 450,000 US dollars. Yeah, yeah. And so we are seeing huge amounts of speculation in the space. And uh, and w- one thing that that all these players have in common now, now there's ways for for ordinary folks to get involved and take a look at what's happening, and uh, and maybe you know uh, buy some things, invest in some stuff, mm. or speculate, as as I've been saying. Yeah. Um. Uh, but what what all of those players have in common is they have they have money to spare. Yeah. Right? And so these are these are ventures, these are bets or gambles on their part, and. And uh, what happened, or what happens in the Silicon Valley, um, just very, very high-level terms, mm. uh, venture space, is you you say bet on ten things. Yeah. Um, and if you bet a million dollars on ten things, and one of them makes a hundred million dollars, mm. then you're good, right? You've made mm. you've made ninety million dollars worth of profit. Um, and so that's the kind of approach that a lot of these venture capitalists are taking, which is not an approach that ordinary folks can necessarily afford. Mm. Um, but, um, you know, th- there's interesting stuff happening in this space. And I don't want to scare people off because I've, I'm, I've, you know, speculated in the space yeah. for much less money. <laughs> um, and that's, to me, one of the most exciting things about what's happened, not in, uh, to be clear, not in metaverse per se, mm. but in decentralized finance and, and what they're calling Web3 is, is where my interest lies. Yeah. Um, but um, the, the, the 
the metaverse space is is just as exciting. In fact, probably even more exciting because it's so new mm. and it's still um, you know there's still a lot of unknowns there. So there's a lot of money to be made there, mm. um, but um, a lot of money to be lost there as well. Yeah. And so that's why I'm cautioning people, um, but I don't want to scare people off necessarily. If if you have um, some money that that you want to speculate with, and and this is what you want to look at, you know. Once again, the metaverse is so much more than this, mm. but there is this aspect to it. I have to acknowledge that. Mm. And if people are interested in it, you make sure you dig in, you read. Um, but before before you, you, you pull the trigger and, and put your money in something, mm. you need to understand deeply what it's about. And I think that's a mistake that a lot of people are making yeah. is that um, they're not understanding deeply what these projects are trying to do. And and then end up giving their money to fly by nights mm. and people who really don't, you know, uh, don't have a track record, um, who who are basically just an idea or a website, um, and that's that's the kind of mania we saw during the dot com bubble, mm. and, and that's the kind of thing you have to be careful of. Um, there's going to be a lot of chances in the space mm. that um, are happy to take your money and then not deliver a product at the end of the day, uh, along with some scammers who just take mm. your money and run. Yeah. Um, and so those are things that, that, that people need to be careful of. And and if you if you are interested in, in something like this, you need to you need to do uh, a lot of reading, a, a lot of studying on on what's happening in the space. Who are the, the most reputable players? Mm. Um, uh, and and where you are making educated bets mm-hmm. rather than just flushing your money down the toilet. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, I love someone who who's uh, who's far more knowledgeable than us, but who also uh, keeps sort of hammering the fact that it's all about empowering yourself um, in order for you to make a smarter. I love the the use of speculation uh, in order for you to make a smarter speculation. Um, and I'm just wondering, Jan, as we wrap things up, because obviously this is a world that you have a vast professional and personal interest in. Um, if there is a start point, you know, because the internet in itself is is so broad, um, just to even begin some kind of trying to understand or getting some kind of reading research could lend you down the wrong hole if you just type Google search, you know. Uh, you could end up with all the wrong information to begin with. So I'm wondering right. if there's a, a port that you can direct us to that could... To, could provide us some easy reading just so we can start beginning to understand and unpacking what all this metaverse and this entire cyber world is all about as it's moving forward. Right. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. So um, for, for, for uh, what I'm going to call introductory reading, mm. I think a, a thing to, to start with is um, the co-founder of the Ethereum project. His name is Gavin Wood. Gavin Wood. So search for Gavin Wood, mm. what is Web3? Right? Okay. I think that's a good place to start for, for like a, uh, just a, a grounding on, on what Web3 is. Okay. Um, then, then search around for, for um, what is decentralized finance. Mm. And as you, your knowledge grows, you, then you need to start reading. I mean, I'm punting a whole bunch of people who are not me, but <laughs> I, I have to acknowledge um, that um, this is not a space that, that we cover necessarily in depth. And, yes. and there are specialists out there who do. So once your knowledge has grown, you need to look at a publication called The Defiant. Yes. So they are just at thedefiant.io. And, uh, and yeah, I mean, we'll keep publishing um, 
uh, high-level stuff about the space on my broadband. Folks mm. are welcome to, to watch us. Uh, we'll try to have something at least once a week. Um, but if you're looking for, for in-depth stuff, yeah. then this is the... This is the the, um, the, the, pro, the 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 path I encourage people to take. Then, if you're looking for specific projects to mm. investigate and start sinking your teeth into, um, uh, the, the the thing with the Ethereum blockchain right now is that transaction fees are incredibly high. Unless you're wealthy, the Ethereum blockchain is the playground for the rich. Yeah, and can so can my, I interject? Yes. I'm so sorry. Can I interject? Can I put you on a quick hold and I'll extract that information from you offline? Uh, I've just got to take the news now. But thank you so much for for sharing your your knowledge with us. Uh, and I'll extract that information offline from Jan and come back and uh, and tell you what uh, the last thought was on the Ethereum project. Uh, my apologies to you, Zolega, for uh, bringing you in late. Zolega, standing by with the news.